What's going on, everybody? I said, what's going on, everybody? Hey, 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 I was real off key with that, but that's okay. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, 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 welcome to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devante, episode 40. 40 episodes in already. Technically 41, but we're not going to, you know, technically 41 because I, I kind of deleted my uh, my very first episode. Like, And I'm so sick. Y'all don't know how sick I am because that, that very first episode was, it was a good episode too. You know what I'm saying? So technically it's 41 episodes. However, 40 episodes in I'm so excited. Um, man, just came from church. You know what I'm saying? Church was amazing. Um, it was kind of kind of um different um this Sunday from you know what I usually see at um or what the how the program is ran um at the church that I attend. So um shout out to the revolution. Um my uh, Pastor Glenn wasn't there, so it was like, oh, okay. What we thought it was Bible study at first, but you know, it was, it was, it was a great service. Um, it was amazing because I, I definitely needed the, um, I definitely needed the message. I, 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 more so, more so than not, I, I don't go to church a lot. Um, however, when I do go, um, it's always when I need a, I need a message, and um. My friend Cordell, shout out to him, you know, hit me up and was like, let's, you know, I'm going to church tomorrow morning if you want to go. And I was like, you know what, I'm down because I, you know, I really need it. You know, um, I just wrote a blog post on Friday about, um, you know, strong friends matter. You know what I'm saying? I hope y'all go read that. Um, it's really, it's, it's a really deep, deep, deep um, uh, blog post, you know, just just tailoring to you know, the friends that you have, you know, first of all, who do you call your friend? You understand what I'm saying? Who do you call your friend? Um, who is, because friend is a, is, is a word that's really used, you know, now loosely. And, you know, um, when you have those people around you that support you, um, hold you down, um, just being strong friends, you understand what I'm saying? You have to understand that strong friends matter. You know what I'm saying? I hate using the, you know, the matter hashtag or the matter lingo, but it, it, it we do. Strong friends matter. And um, I shout out all my, my, my village. You know, I, I give them a shout out every day. Um, I, or at least I try to every week. You know what I'm saying? And um, I shout out my village. I shout out everybody who is elevating in their purpose, that is elevating in their path, that are, you know, feeling right now that they're feeling, you know, stagnant, that they feel like they need to do more. No, just be patient. Um, you know, today at church, you know, she was uh, uh, the pastor, the the um, the interim pastor um, who talked today was just basically talking about arrogance and, you know, just it, it was basically, you know, about arrogance and just self-checking yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like you, 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 one can't do it all on your own for one. And for two, you can't, you have to, you have to run your race at your own pace and have humility and, and patience. 
and just being humble in in where you are right now. You you have to. You have to be humble in where you are at right now and continue to work and pray and changing your attitude. You understand what I'm saying? She had a it was amazing changing your attitude, you know, changing your whole perspective. So um because I know for me, these past, you know, couple months, you know, I like I said, I've moved from um, Allendale to Grand Rapids and it it was a big, to, for me, I can't speak for anybody else, but for me, it was a big, it was a big move, you know, because it was something that I was used to um, in Allendale and it made me um, comfortable for a long time. But I, I started to get uncomfortable when I moved into my own place. When I decided to, uh, and now this was back in Allendale, moved into my own place in Allendale, and that's when I started to get the uncomfortability. But I like being uncomfortable. You understand what I'm saying? I don't like being comfortable. And moving to Grand Rapids has made me um, very uncomfortable, but it's not in the uncomfort that I like. It's made me uncomfortable because I just don't feel the same, um, the thing, the same passion, the same drive um coming here that I had in Allendale which is kind of weird because I did not like Allendale for sure but um having having that that reassuring myself having Jesus having Jesus and God really reassure me that everything is going to be okay I got you you understand what I'm saying it was it was going to church today just to you know get that get these burdens off my chest you know what I'm saying because sometimes we we lose we lose sight of what's really going on, and we lose sight of what what God has planned for us. And and and, and people who are strong in their faith, they, they sometimes lose that. And it's okay to say that you're losing that, because now when you when you when you express those feelings, God knows. Okay, you know you've been listening. You know what I'm saying? You're a little hard headed, and you know I'm a little hard headed. It's okay. You know I have to bump my head on. <laughs> you know I gotta fall a little bit, and it's okay. You know what I'm saying? It's okay for you to feel. I, 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 the power of healing, power of feelings. Come on now, like it's 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 okay for you to feel. So allow yourself to make mistakes. Allow yourself to go through life, and you know, just have God on your side and continue to move forward. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's going to be hard. We're we're fighting a war. It, it, not a literal one, but well, maybe. But you know, you're you're fighting. You know what I'm saying? All of all of the things that we are trying to achieve, we're not gonna have them after we're dead. You understand what I'm saying? All of our master's degrees and bachelor's degrees and our titles and all of this stuff, we're not gonna have after we're dead. You understand what I'm saying? So we have to be meek and merciful. You know, we we want and and as Pastor said today, as 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 much mercy as we ask God for we have to be merciful to others and it's and it's a task it's it's a it's a it is a um you know it's it's a trial and error run you know you you don't learn this overnight but you continue to grow as you continue to walk through your path and as you continue to grow through your path don't allow others to 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 reshape your mind let God reshape it let let God reshape it he died on the cross for us you know what I'm saying? Jesus died on the cross to literally um, make sure we breathe life. You understand what I'm saying? So just understand that we 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 all have to be merciful. And I'm talking to myself too, because she was literally talking to me. 
you know, casting my burdens, you know, casting these new burdens, these new trials, these new tribulations that I've been going through, just casting them to the man above was just amazing. So shout out to the revolution um, for having an amazing church service uh, today. It was amazing. Um, definitely have to go more. Um, oh, and shout out to my my, my little bit, La Chantel Carson Pops. Um, I love her. She's an amazing dancer. Shout out to all of the um, the praise dance team. Y'all be killing it. Okay, I'll be more in tune with praise dancers than the singers. You know what I'm saying? No no, no, no shade to the praise team because y'all be killing it too. But I'll be so in tune with them dancing. Listen, when I see somebody praise dancing, it speaks to me. I don't know what that... Listen, it, it feels like when you when you point at the sky, it, it feels like you pointing and the... the it, 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 it's, it's just a whole nother type of... Uh, feel for me. I love praise dancing, and when I see my friends, especially Chantel, when I see them, um, when I see her praise dance, it is something that that fills me up with joy. It is something that I just love to see. Um, her using um her gifts, you know, to just be an anointing over everybody. You understand what I'm saying? Because she's touching so many people. She's touched a lot. And I'm so happy for her. I, like I said, I shout out to Revolution, shout out to the Praise Team, shout out to the um, Praise Dance Team, shout out to all y'all. Y'all are amazing. First of all, every time, every time I go to Revolution, every time, every time, it never fails. I always get that word that I need to keep it pushing and to keep it moving. And I love it. I love it. I love it. I love y'all. Continue to do God's work. Y'all are amazing. Um. So listen. Now that we got that out the way, you know what I'm saying? All of the good stuff. We're now about to get into the shit. <laughs> because you know we got a show today. You know we got a show today. And I've been promoting this show. You know what I'm saying? Because this show is going to be a very good one. Now, I wanted a co-host for this show, but, you know, one of my friends commented. She was like, you know, you do the show really, really good without a co-host. So I think this topic should be okay for you. So, you know. First half of the show, you know, we're going to talk about all things pop culture, all things um, in, you know, local, um, national, worldwide. We're all going to talk about all things pop culture. In the first half, you know, we're going to talk about um, Drake's new fire in the booth um, when he went over to, you know, BBC. And we're going to talk about the NBA offseason. We're going to talk about Serena Williams. We're going to talk about Kylie. We're going to talk about but Baby Barty is here. Baby Barty is here. She is co- Culture is here. Do you hear me? What is what a K, not a C. And we're going to talk about the UK as well. And then in the second half of the show, we're going to talk about the friend zone, people. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm super duper excited to talk about that because... I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be honest. Y'all know, y'all listen. If you listen to me on a frequent basis, you know how real it's about to get. And it's about to get real, real. So if you got your kids around on the second half of the show, if you got your kids around, make sure they go. <laughs> make sure they go. You know what I'm saying? I, whether you have kids or not, make sure it's explicit. It, it's about to get candid. It's about to get real candid. Um, so my MVP of the week. Is low-key the Queen of England. You understand what I'm saying? Um, I will get more into that when we talk about the UK and everything. I really didn't have a biggest loser this week. I don't really think anybody took any L's. But 
throughout the show, I'll probably point out somebody. The one person that I can say who really is taking an L for me personally is Black China. And we're going to get into her too. So let's get into the show, right? So what I want to get into first is um, Elon Musk, right? Now, Elon, if you don't know who Elon Musk is, Elon Musk is, is this big techie entrepreneur who um, creates the Tesla cars, you know? So the Tesla cars are basically the new um, kind of, the, the the new wave of car, the new era in automobiles. That's, that's how I look at it. You understand what I'm saying? And Elon, everybody has been loving Elon Musk because he, he, he literally grew his, um, well, allegedly, you know, he grew his, his business from the ground up and everything like that. You know, he got rejected from um, investors, 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 and he created this 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 multi billion dollar company and just creating so much technology and cars and everything like that, trying to help the environment. Well, um, shout out to Sean King. Um, Sean King is a um, reporter for like CNN, Huffington Post. Um, shout out to him. I follow him on Instagram a lot, so I get a lot of the news from him. He's very credible. Um, Elon Musk is one of the top Republican donors. You understand what I'm saying? And a lot of people were just like, oh my God, he's a Republican donor? Like, what do you mean? And if you read the comments and if you read everything, it was just like, oh my God, I'm so shocked. Like, what is the problem? I, listen, like I keep saying to y'all, nothing should shock you now. Nothing. Nothing should, when it comes to, especially when it comes to this, when it comes to money and white power and white power in companies, it should, it, this should not really, it, 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 I'm sorry, and politics, you understand what I'm saying? So when it comes to white power, white men, um, politics and big corporations this should not this 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 shouldn't even be a a um you know like a shock to everybody like this is not a shock you know and everybody like i knew it duh like come on now like if we if we just look back you know what i'm saying at some of the companies that we shop at walmart right? Walmart. Like, their CEOs, the people that make Walmart, are low-key lawmakers. And they have nothing to do with politics. It's a lot of these business owners who, corporate business owners, right? And we're talking about multi-billion dollar companies. They're donors to the Republican Party, to the Democratic Party, to the Liberal Party. However, when we talk about the Republican Party, most of the donors can be lawmakers. You understand what I'm saying? Like, and they're not looking out for the betterment of the community that is America as as a whole. They're not looking for it. They're looking for how can I get more money into my pocket? Because obviously money is going to get me, you know, far in life. Well, that is what has been taught to them. You understand what I'm saying? And that spews down. That trickles down. 
so with this whole Elon Musk thing, you know, being a top donor for the Republican Party, it, it's not really a a shock to me. It's just like I don't want it to be a shock to everybody else. You understand what I'm saying? Because this man is a multi-billionaire and he runs a multi-billion dollar corporation. Now, how would you, how do you get through all those loopholes? Come on now. It, it, I personally don't know, but I honestly believe that politics plays a lot into Elon Musk's, um, <laughs> that was a wild, <laughs> Elon Musk's, um, his he um it, it plays a part into how he builds his business. You have to. It plays a part. And I'm not saying that, you know, he's racist, he doesn't care about the community, he doesn't, you know, foster into minority um companies or environments. I'm not saying none of that, but what I'm saying is we have to stop being shocked at white men being, you know what society tells them to be because that's how society in our culture has been ran for so long. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, snap. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, but we also have to be aware that this is no shock. This is not a shock to anybody. Like, this, this, is, this, this shouldn't be a shock. So we should just not even... You know, be shocked in the comments. I just feel like y'all just be trolling sometimes. You know, it, it it it's not a shock. This is this is society ran. This is this has been how you know our culture, our our America has been run for so many years. You understand? You understand what I'm saying? Capitalism has been America's front runner, not even front runner. It's it's been the 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 lead in our culture for so many years. We've just cultivated it, changed it, just like racism. We cultivated it, changed it, um, given it different names, you know, put on different suits with it, you know, put on a different type. Like, you know, it, it's just it, it's just like that. So we shouldn't be shocked about my man's, you know, giving money to the Republican Party. Hell, he probably give money to the Liberal Party. He probably give money to the Democratic Party. He probably he really probably doesn't even have a party that he's established with, or maybe he does. I don't know the man's business. You feel what I'm saying? However, stop being shocked. Okay? Um, NBA offseason. So, listen. This NBA offseason has been lit. Okay? It's been really lit. Um, so, let's give a few updates. So, the Summer League is um, going very well. Trey Young um, has been doing better. Lord Jesus. He's been, you know, the two games, the first two games where he was nine for like 38 or some shit like that, he couldn't hit a lick. Um, he's been um, actually doing pretty well. His last game that I looked up, um, he had a 23-9-5. and five. Uh, So, you know, he's he's really going to be, um, I think he's going to be a Steph Curry in a way where, you know, he's going, he, he's going to, um, I think, push the barrier of the three-point. You understand? Like, I think... When it comes to when when Steph got into the league, it was like, okay, he's shooting this shit from 35, 40 feet. You understand what I'm saying? And that's beyond, you know, the already three-point line. He's already shooting these things. And Trey Young, I feel like, is going to maybe eclipse that. I don't – maybe he's going – 
he, he's going to be a revolutionary guard as well. I don't know how revolutionary, but I think he's going to be a revolutionary guard, especially for the for the Hawks, for real, for real. Um, I think the Hawks need that type of that type of three point um, monster in Trey Young uh, because they really didn't have nothing for a long time. So um, shout out to him. Shout out to Contis Antetokounmpo for getting signed to the Mavericks. Listen, we got two Greek. Greek freaks in this motherfucker now. Now, we all know that Giannis is a freak of nature. This man is... I personally... Everybody says that Ben Simmons is the next LeBron. I personally look at Giannis as the next LeBron James. Probably not even the next LeBron James. He's just Giannis Antetokounmpo. I see him going past the levels of LeBron and Kevin Durant in the next few seasons. Like... This man has gotten his legs under him so much to the point where this man is just ridiculous. He's, he's, I haven't seen anything like that, you know, for real, for I haven't seen anything like that since LeBron James. Seriously, since the early years of LeBron, I haven't seen anything like this. So I'm now looking at Giannis like, yo, you know, everybody's talking about Joel Embiid is the best in the East right now. And I agree. Um, but I would put Giannis at a good number too. You understand what I'm saying? At a close number two. You have to, and I don't even, you know what? And I don't want to even, I would only go there and say Joel Embiid is better because Joel Embiid can shoot beyond the yard. You understand what I'm saying? Giannis really can't shoot that much. He can shoot, but it's not as fluid and um as Joel. However, Joel has missed some seasons, some games, and Giannis has low-key been playing. And if I'm I'm really looking forward to this NBA season to see especially in the East to see who's going to come out. Um Denver just signed Isaiah Thomas to a one-year veteran minimum. Y'all heard me right. A one-year veteran minimum deal. $2.4 million. Sheesh. But I think this is going to be IT's year. I think IT is coming for heads. I think he is, you know, he's been to, this is his fourth team in two years. And I think Denver is going to give him that shot. I think Denver may be a contender. Y'all better watch out. Um... Who else? What else? What else been happening? What else been happening? Channing Fry, Channing Fry, has got a veteran minimum deal too. Going back to the Cavaliers. Now, this is a question, and I'll put this on a on a on a poll. Do you believe that the Cavs will make the finals next year? Now, if the Cavs if the Cavs make the finals, which I don't believe they will. I'm looking at Philly or Boston, more than likely Boston. Um, if I'm, if I'm, if if Cleveland even makes the playoffs, right? I'm giving them a hand clap of praise. If they make it past the first round, I'm gonna be shocked. They make it past the semifinals and go to the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm going to be really shocked. And if they make it to the finals, and let's say they're going against Golden State, I'm going to be just like, whoa, what is this? What is happening? You know what I'm saying? Because nobody's expecting Cleveland to even make the playoffs 
next year because of past, um, you know, past, you know, past, past, you know, uh, basically, you know, things, things that have happened in the past, you know what I'm saying? Well, LeBron left and the cast for those four years were poo. They were very, very poo. Uh, Kyrie was injured. He really couldn't, you know, really couldn't do nothing. He didn't carry the team. LeBron comes back, you know, four years for Eastern Conference Championships, won NBA Finals Championship. They won a title um, 2016. They leave again. Well, LeBron now leaves and goes to the Lakers. Do we honestly see the Cavs being a front runner? For the East. I don't see them making out of these. They may, may be an AC. They may get in at an 8 7 seed. I don't see that. I don't see them actually, you know, being like a 5 4 seed. Like, if you become a 5 4 seed, even a 3 seed, I'm going to be like, whoa, prove me wrong. You know what I'm saying? Prove me wrong. Show me, show me different. Um, but I think that's been it for the offseason. Um, nothing has been really happening. Um, shout out to the Big Three. You know what I'm saying? Ice Cube's uh, Basketball League. Shout out to the uh, Big Three and the JBA, um, the Junior Basketball Association. Uh, I've, I've, I've recently just followed them on Instagram, and they are dope. Watching these older cats go crazy in the uh, Big Three is amazing to see. And then watching the JBA, watching these junior dudes go nuts is amazing as well. Um, Both Ice Cube and LeVar Ball have two very good organizations, um, companies going great right now. And uh, I definitely see them making some uh, collaboration moves. With each other, so I, I'm, I'm a, I'm, hey, hey, I'm, I'm looking for the big three. I want the big three come to, I want the big three to come to uh, Grand Rapids. Hey, Ice Cube, hey, if you're listening, if you, if you listen at all, I would love for the big three to come to the Grand Rapids. Um, whenever you, you know, whenever your schedule permits, you know what I'm saying. I would love, you know, to for you to, you know, come on through. I seen you at Detroit Youth Day um, this past week. Uh, happy to volunteer for Detroit Youth Day on behalf of Grand Valley. And uh, saw you, you know, came out for the kids and everything. So, you know, hopefully you come to Grand Rapids and bring your big three with you. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, Serena Williams, speaking of, Serena Williams. You know, Serena just, um, Serena is just a beast, man. Serena is, what did I, I told y'all. I told y'all probably, what, maybe like a couple episodes ago that the two, the two most durable athletes in my generation, probably the best athletes that I have seen in shape keep going are LeBron James and Serena Williams. I, I can. Now, if y'all have any other people, then shout them out. But I can. Them are the two... Listen, Serena just literally came off of having a baby, right? And it took her four tournaments, four people, four, four, four tournaments to make it to the Wimbledon finals. You understand what I'm saying? Three tournaments to get her legs, you know, back under her. She got to the Wimbledon final, lost, became second, and said, I'm only just getting started. And I believe her. I believe her. This woman is a cyborg. Like, is I feel like there's only two cyborgs 
two cyborg athletes that we have in our world today, and that is LeBron James. Well, in America, for real, for real. That is LeBron James and uh, Serena Williams. These two go crazy. Like, everybody is talking about LeBron like he's not going to be... Um, he's, he's, he's not going to keep the same, uh, health and like, everybody's like father time and father time. Well, Serena just had a baby and she's 36. She's three years older than LeBron. Let's, let's, let's point that out. Three years older than LeBron and they low key. I don't want to say they train the same. I don't think they train the same, but I think they spend as much about the same amount of money on, 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 on getting their body back in shape. You understand what I'm saying? Like LeBron spends one to two million dollars a year for training. You understand what I'm saying? So if Serena even spent that much money, if I'm your trainer, I don't even have to do. Listen, all I, all you can, t- all you have to ask me is what you do for a living. I train LeBron James and Serena Williams. I'm their personal trainer. You look at me like really. How you think we had the Soho house? Oh, I'm just saying. So shout out to Serena. Like, she is about to go crazy on y'all. Y'all don't even understand. She one second place. Like, okay, listen. Like, I'm I'm disappointed, but I'm not really disappointed because I didn't even expect it to make it here. So just wait. Hold on. I'm coming for that ass. Do you hear me? Um, shout out to Serena, man. Shout out to Serena. Uh, baby Barty. Y'all, baby Barty is here. Baby Barty is here, y'all. Baby Barty is here, Lord Jesus. Baby Barty. Baby Barty. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyway, listen. Shout out to Offset and Cardi. Their baby is, um, is finally here. Baby culture with a K, not a C. And... Uh, Cardi put it on her Instagram. She was like, you know, her name is Culture. It, it, you know, I it would be blasphemous to name her anything else. And you know what? It would be low key. It would be when you think about that couple. That's the one thing. That's the you can't give that baby a an an in a just a regular name. You just can't give that baby a regular name. Like with them two, you cannot just give that baby Ray the name. And Culture with a K was amazing. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was oh, that's just amazing. And her uh, her uh, paternity photos that she posted on Instagram were amazing as well. She looked so beautiful. Shout out to Offset. Um, shout out to Cardi. Y'all are just, y'all are great. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just been so much great love just going through this, you know, this past weekend. You know, shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to y'all. So, let's get into Kylie. You understand what I'm saying? Kylie Jenner. Yes, Kylie Jenner. So, Kylie Jenner, you know, um, graced the cover of Forbes magazine as being the youngest billionaire to, to walk, you know, basically the world self-made and so many people i will be one to admit at first i was pretty like the fuck you mean self-made you ain't self-made nigga but i had to take it <laughs> i was re- listen in my head i'm like you ain't self-made you ain't because 
listen, as an entrepreneur, as a fellow entrepreneur, I'm, as a full-time fellow entrepreneur, I'm, I'm, I was at first like, you not self-made, your parents is rich, your sister, listen, I ain't got to tell what your sister did because she did it, period. And you just, you just not self-made. But then I had to think about it. I really had to think about it. And I was like, okay, first of all, Ty, you mad. <laughs> I was like, Ty, you mad. Stop being mad. Stop hating, first of all. And then I had to think about it. Then I had to look at it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, well, Kylie wasn't, she was 10, you know, when every, all this celebrity glam and you know, all the celebrity status and glam status and all of this shit started to hit her. She she was young. You know, her and Kendall were very, very young. And I think that when she got to an older place, she didn't want to be like her sisters. And um, she knew, I, I think she knew, She I think she was one of the first ones to actually use social media as a platform for not only garnering her followers, right? Because she did it, she did it in a she did it in a, a strategic way. So this is what she did, and this, this is how I look at it. Kylie had a big, 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 big following when it came to um, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. She has a huge following. People follow her. You understand what I'm saying? She had a huge. She built that following really like up. You understand what I'm saying? You know, lip injections, booty, you know, little breasts here, you know, being, you know, criticized and um, loved at the same time through the limelight, building so many followers on so many social media platforms. And when you think about it, um, when you honestly think about it, right? Kylie took that and said, you know what, let me make a makeup line. Um, Kylie Cosmetics, right? Nobody thinking about it for real, for real. Kylie literally boomed. Trust me, I know. I know. I bought my ex some of that stuff. And I'm not saying that it's not cheap because it's pretty affordable, right? She made it to the point where her, 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 her makeup was affordable, but... It was good quality. You understand what I'm saying? It was good quality makeup. Um, because I remember my ex saying, like, I, I use Kylie Cosmetics. I'm like, Kylie has a um, a fucking uh, makeup line? And she was like, yeah. I was like, let me see. And literally, you know, Paige was, I, re- I remember when she put it up. You know what I'm saying? The website was real. And, you know, she would, she had all her shit up on there. And I remember when she put something out. Sold out quick as hell. I mean, quick. I remember when I did um, to, to 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 buy my ex son for her birthday. I was like, it was so quick. Like everything was sold out. The stuff that she wanted was sold out, and I had to get it like a month beforehand. You understand? Know I, I even couldn't do that. So when they reached, I had to. I, I literally had to get on an email list <laughs> for them to tell me like, yo. All right, we we back in stock. You know what I'm saying? So at that time, I was like, damn, this girl is making money. And through that, you understand what I'm saying? Through that, she has made so much money. She has been so 
successful in the field and in her lane at where she is right now. Like, I don't see Kylie on TV as much. And maybe 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 because I have I don't watch the Kardashians as much, but I don't see Kylie on TV or on the show as much as I see the other sisters. You understand what I'm saying? I don't see them a lot. I don't see her a lot, you know? And even though I've been very critical about Kylie and her lip injections and her booty injections and all of that good stuff and telling, you know, she's really, well, she's actually got them um, plumped down. Yeah, she actually got them plumped down. So like, you know, they actually look look good you know they're not too big they're, they actually fit her face you understand what i'm saying so now she looks human the fuck and you know um i think i think it's like you know i've built this you know this is something that my sister because you, if you think about it their sisters took took their fame and fortune made made um their 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 uh their 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 clothing line which did okay, but it's not really popping. When Kylie decided to make that makeup line, she knew who to target. She targeted my generation of females, you know, of, of women. You understand what I'm saying? Young, um, about 18 to 30 year old women. You understand what I'm saying? Probably 25. And that right there built her following up. You understand? So that right there, you have 242 million followers on Instagram. Maybe maybe 150 million followers on Twitter, probably mm, a bunch of followers on Snapchat. You don't think none of them followers are going to buy your products? It's like Beyonce. Beyonce just put out her B, um, her BDK, uh, 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 her fraternity um, sweatshirts out, $895. Them boys sold the fuck out. Who the hell is about to buy this 800 800- that's fan love. You understand what I'm saying? That's I'm I'm just making an example. You know what I'm saying? Like that is re, that's crazy. So I had to recheck myself, reevaluate me, and be like, wait a minute. This woman has really she did it differently than her sisters. You know what I'm saying? She did it differently than them. She didn't um, you know, she really didn't give her body to nobody. She didn't, you know get married to nobody no she took it she 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 used her fame the fame that she already had used that fame and fortune and took that and said you know what i'm going to create my own lane like i'm still a jenner kardashian whatever but i'm going to create my own lane and become you know self-made and i think if we look at how she really did what she did she really used social media to build her wealth you understand what i'm saying and i think a lot of us who are entrepreneurs see that and be like, you know what? Respect. Period. It's all respect. Now you may not like her, you may not um bang with her, you know what I'm saying? And like I said, I don't have no ill will towards Kylie or nothing like that. I, I just don't like most of her sisters. Well, some of them. But um it's just, you know, Kylie was never the type to, you know, just be, you know, just like, okay, I'ma just sell my body. You know, and I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound like I'm saying like some of them, well, Kim sold her body, but you know, that's, you know, I don't know, that's what happened. You know what I'm saying? Ray J hit it. You know, I hit it first. You know what I'm saying? That's what happened. You know, you made a sex tape, you know, you got some money, you, you sold your body, basically, you know? So, um, I don't think Kylie wanted to go down that road and she did not go down that road. She, she used it. 
You know, she used social media as a platform to build her following so she can build um, build her wealth. And that's what happened. So shout out to Kylie. Um, baby, you did that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, <laughs> hey, you did that. Um, let's see what else we got on tap for today. Let's recap last week. Okay, so last week's topic, right? Y'all remember last week's topic. Would you have a problem? With your significant other, right, having more money than you or making more money than you, right? So my polls, you know, I put a poll up. I always put a poll up. You know what I'm saying? I put a poll up and the poll I had for, let's see, let's see, let's see. The poll I have for Instagram, right? I had, can I, can I find it? Can I find it? Ah, here we go. So the poll I have for Instagram, right? It was 94% said no, 6% said yes. It was that one yes, right? That one yes. And I shout out, shout out to everybody that voted for on Instagram. And then for um, uh, for Facebook, I always put it on Facebook and Instagram. Um, it was 90% said no, and then 10% said yes. So two votes on yes and the rest were no so shout out to everybody that voted on that um like i said these questions are for your own interpretation and to create conversation you understand what i'm saying um i know there is a pride thing for males i (laughs) trust me when i say um there's a pride thing for males when our Women have to take heed and take over. We know that women are the providers you birth us. The fuck? You know what I'm saying? But in, in in our heads as men, if we cannot provide for you, then we feel that we're not doing our due diligence, our job as men. However, right? However, um, I think... What makes, I think what makes it so great, really, is that I found women who are my friends, right? And even some of my exes who were okay with holding me down. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't got it? I got you. Don't worry about it. You good. And... I think right there, as men, we have to let that pride go. You understand what I'm saying? Because we feel, right? We have feelings. We hurt. We cry. We try to we try to hide the feelings, but we really can't because we try to mask them and you know try to find other coping mechanisms. If we're not providing or doing what we need to do for our family or for our girlfriend or for our wife or our fiance or whatever, if we're not doing, even if if we're not doing for ourselves first. Right. If we haven't even laid the foundation for ourselves first, then our pride is going to come in and be like, no, I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to do that. Don't do that. Don't pay for me. Don't you know, I'm supposed to be doing it. But I think, you know, there comes a time where you have to be vulnerable as as men. We have to be vulnerable. We have to be willing and able with our significant others to be able to open up and say, listen, I'm struggling right now. I'm not. I'm not in a space right now for us, for me to even provide financially. I, 
um, provide financially as much. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think a lot of men will say that. You know, it's it's a feeling in our gut. It's a feeling in our heart that we don't want to portray. We don't want to say because for so long we have been the providers. For so long we have been taught to bottle your feelings up, keep them in, don't really, and you provide. When you don't have the means to providing your woman or your significant other is, you know, doing the providing, it kills the spirit of that male. You know, that pride comes in. And that's where we as males have to kill that pride. Because how are we going to sit here and be with somebody, you know, who probably is on maybe a bigger level than us? We have to be a tambourine player. You understand what I'm saying? Like, period. Like, women are our tambourine players. You understand what I'm saying? When, when you get a girl, when you, when you have a girlfriend or a fiance or a wife, she is your tambourine player. But you also have to be that tambourine player for her. When she is on that mic and she is, it, when the spotlight is on her, you have to be her hype man and vice versa. You understand what I'm saying? And a lot of us, and a lot of us men don't understand that. They are our hype men through it all. And sometimes our pride gets in the way of either being the hype man for her or letting her being the hype man for us when we actually need it. You understand what I'm saying? So good, good, good topic, man. Good topic. I was really, really happy that a lot of people voted for that. Um, You know, that was that. Listen, like I said, that was a great, great topic. Um, So that's not what we're talking about. Um, let's talk about Black China, y'all. Listen, okay, because Black China, bro, I can y'all explain to me what's going on? Cause I don't, I don't know, I don't know. First, it was the other young boy, the eighteen-year-old. Now we got another seventeen, eighteen-year-old boy. Okay, not like what is it? Can she not find nobody that's really in their twenties? You know what I'm saying, like. In their actual talk, like how, like black. Let, let, let me look at Black China real right quick. Like Black China is, let's see, how, I think she's like twenty five, maybe. Like, like I don't. Maybe like twenty four. You know, she's oh damn, wow, I butchered all of that. She's thirty years old, right? She out here playing cougar. You hear me? She's out here playing cool girl. Do you hear me? She is out here playing cool girl. And I just don't know how to feel about it. But hey, get it how you live it. I guess I just look at it as, listen, that's just nasty. You know, we talk about men being 30 and going out with 17, 18-year-old women and that not being a, 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 a great look. This ain't a great look either. You know what I'm saying? Like, these these are kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they 18, like, they grown, technically. But they kids. They don't know nothing. And you just letting these kids just eat your box, put their dick up in your pussy, and just go to town. Like, it is just, it's so blasphemy to me. I don't know. And there's a lot of black Chinas out there. That's the crazy part. There's a lot of black Chinas out there. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, I guess like younger men. 
And I guess that's okay. I, I don't want to say that's okay, but I can't. I don't know. I don't know. Y'all give me y'all pay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I just I just be here so I won't get fined. That is me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just giving y'all my opinion on what the hell. Because what the hell. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's talk about uh, the Emmys. We got some Emmy nominations. You know, the Emmys just put out their nods. And we got some good ones. Uh, Issa Rae got nominated again for uh, Outstanding Actress for um, Insecure. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to pull up the list really quickly. Oh, 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 oh. Ready to go. Jesus. It was there. Wait a minute. Hold up. I'ma buy you a drink. Ooh, I'ma take you home with me. Okay, so we got um, Blackish, um, Insecure, uh, Shameless, like all, and, and, I, and I'm loving that Netflix series are getting a lot of uh, Emmy nods. You understand what I'm saying? Because there's not a lot of TV shows that are out right now that really, I think, stand out to everybody for real. You know what I'm saying? Well, other than Blackish and Insecure. Um, I, I think when you talk about the, the three major networks, when you talk about NBC, ABC, and um, what's the other one? Uh, the other one. Um, you know, it's not that many great shows that's out right now. You know, Scandal is gone. I think How to Get Away with Murder is still on, but I'm not for sure. I haven't watched it in years. Um, so when we think about the Netflix series, Netflix has been putting out a lot of great um, content when it comes to great shows. And um, I think Netflix is hitting, uh, is crossing a barrier right now because they put out shows that really talk and speak to the social constructs that are really, that really break down our culture here in America. And um, it was just great to see, you know, um, the regulars up there, you know, Tracy Ellis Ross for Outstanding. Um, I really, I really want Tracy, you know, I really want a lot of black people to win the the Emmys uh, this year. Seriously, I I really want it to be a black Emmys, you know what I'm saying? And and, and it's not any distastefulness to any other the nominees or anything, but I've seen for probably the past two, three, four years, I've seen like all of these um, black actors get nominated at the Emmys and you only see like one win. I really want to see about three to four of them win. Like that would be so great to me. You know what I'm saying? And for somebody who is looking to become an actor or creative period, you know what I'm saying? I think just seeing black people, you know, being their creative selves and, and, and getting honored, you know, for their creative for being creatives. It's just amazing. You know what I'm saying? So uh, shout out to all of the Emmy nominations. Shout out to all the Emmy nods uh, that got it. Um, like I said, Issa Rae, Tracy Ellis, um, Anthony Anderson, and Emmys. Y'all going to stop. Y'all going to, let me say this again. Y'all going to stop dissing and not Emmy, like nominating my Auntie Jennifer. Okay, Jennifer Lewis deserves an Emmy nod, okay? She deserves an Emmy, period. So don't play with her. Don't play with her. God damn it. 
beat your ass, niggas. <laughs> no, nah, because I was like, why Jennifer Lewis never get an Emmy now? Y'all gonna stop. But low-key, low-key, who I want to win an Emmy is Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones is dope as hell. She funny as fuck. I fuck with her. Like, I really want her to win an Emmy. Um, Donald Glover, you know, Charles Gambino was on there. I think he's on there like twice um, for Atlanta and for an SNL uh, guest speaker. So he... he guest skit so he's on there for real um just shout out to everybody that is on the emmy nomination ballot so let's talk about the uk man let's talk about the uk so listen the united so trump went over to the united kingdom you know he visited queen and everything like that right he wanted to go visit the queen of england and say hey queen how you doing you know what I'm listen Shout out to everybody in the UK because when I tell you the UK came and slayed a peaceful protest, oh my God, Trump landed. When Trump landed, everybody in the UK said, hell no, what the fuck is this motherfucker doing in our country? Oh, no. He got to go. They had a blimp of this man. Can I get that? If you can send me that, that would be amazing. Can I get how much do you want for me? Because they had a blimp of my man's. They had a blimp of him saying, get your ass. Like, I mean a whole blimp. Made him look like Captain Underpants. Do you hear me? I'm like, yo, yo, I need one. I need it today. Period. I just wanted to shout that out because, um, like I said, Trump came over and, you know, he he stepped right in front of the queen. I said, no, you didn't. Oh, bruh. And, you know, only Trump, only Trump, excuse me, only Trump would do that shit. Step right, step right in front of the queen. I said, boy, do you know they will, they will cut you? They will kill you. Do you understand that? And listen, if they lock you up, hold on. Do you think somebody's going to save you? I don't think not. I think not. Nah. So shout out to all my UK brothers and sisters over there that decided to come out and shut the UK down. You feel me? Because I have, I, have, I have listeners in the UK, right? And I just want to shout all of y'all out. Shout, shout out. Because y'all did that. Y'all did that. I mean, y'all flooded these, y'all flooded the, it just, it felt like all of y'all had an off day. And all y'all said, listen, we gonna collect it. You going? I'm going. All right, bet. Meet me outside. Cool. Hey, y'all. What's up? Y'all ready? Yeah, let's go. Wow. What? Why we ain't do that? We didn't do that. So listen. And the queen is getting my MVP of the week because they put, they put a meme out and it was uh, Melania and Trump had their hand over heart and uh, they had a meme where the, the, the queen was on, you know, on the knee and they was like, the queen's savage, but it's not. If the queen really did that, that would be savage. But if you actually looked at the picture, her first, first of all, her thigh was bigger than her whole, whole, her whole leg was bigger than her whole body. I said, if y'all don't stop. I said, if y'all don't stop, but the queen is getting my MVP of the week. Oh my God. That was, you know, actually the UK, 
as a whole is getting the MVP of the week because y'all just came out in bunches. Like, it was amazing. It was amazing to see. Um, I don't really have a biggest loser, you know, this week. You know, um, nobody really took a big, big L. Um, so nobody's getting the biggest loser of the week award this week. So we're going to be right back. You know, we're going to take a five minute break, you know, get you, you know, get you a cup of coffee, you know, get you a shot in, you know, get your blunt in, whatever you need to do. And, uh, we'll be back in about five and you know, we about to talk about the friend zone, baby. You know, the opinionated topic of the week, you know, second half of the show. So take a five minute break. We'll be back. This is the opinionated brother podcast with your boy, Delonte. KP, do you love me? Are you riding? Say you never ever leave from beside me. Cause I want you and I need you and I'm down for you always. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? I say you never ever. Listen, welcome to the. <laughs> welcome back to the Opinionated Brother podcast. Boy, listen. Kiki don't love nobody. We are back, y'all. We are back. Okay, we are back. Um. I had, a, I had a little kiki moment, you know what I'm saying? A little, little in my feelings moment. Um, we are back with the opinionated topic of the weekend. Talking about kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? Said you never ever leave from beside me because I want you and I need you and I'll be down for you. We're talking about the friend zone today. We're talking about the friend zone. Woo. Okay, now, like I said before, I wanted a co-host, probably a female co-host, right? But, but, I think I'm good enough to talk about this topic, you know, give some personal um, preferences, you know what I'm saying? Give some um, some insight into how friend zoning has, you know, worked out and not worked out for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the friend zone is a zone where, how can I, let, let's look it up, shall we? Let, let's, let's give a, 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 a kind of concrete definition of what the friend zone really, really means. What does that mean? Um, so they said in popular culture, Right in pop culture, the friend zone is a situation in which one member of a friendship wishes to enter into a romantic or sexual relationship while the other does not. It is generally considered to be undesirable situa- an undesirable situation for the rejected person. The sense of the zone is one of being stuck in an unwanted and distant relationship. The rejected person is said to have been put in the object of their affections friend zone. And this can be verified as in the sentence, so she's friend zoned you. Boom. Now, all of that really just means, listen, if I sit here and I say, as a friend, right? We're friends, right? And I sit here and I go out with a woman and we are, we become great, great friends, but I have become attracted to her. You understand what I'm saying? Since our friendship, we have, I've become attracted. You understand? And I express that attractiveness. Hey, I think you're really dope. 
they been kicking it for a minute, you know, really good friends. And I, 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 I want to take you out. I want to, you know, show you, show you, you know, show you another side of me. You know what I'm saying? Show you, show you the not, the not friend side of me. You know what I'm saying? I want you to, I want you, I want to show you something different. Friend zoning is when that woman sits here and says, um, no, I just like us just being friends. I'm okay. Thank you, though. That's the friend zone, people. When you are literally put in a zone where you are literally not getting out of. You are strictly a friend, and that's it. You are the homie. You are the friend. You are the brother. You know what I'm saying? You are the, um, uh, you're stuck. You understand what I'm saying? You're stuck. And when you are stuck in the friend zone, it is a hard place to get out of. You understand what I'm saying? It is a hard, it, it, it rarely happens. The friend zone is somewhere where you're stuck in and you don't know how to get out. You understand what I'm saying? Here's, here's the thing, right? The friend zone is a place where oh, when you do get out, it is not going to be the same when you first wanted to, or when you first expressed your attractions to that certain individual. You understand what I'm saying? So let's say you're friend zoned maybe for mm, six months to a year, right? That's unless you really, really, really like this person, that attraction, that feeling, that notion that notion of, okay, maybe we could be something for you as the person who's expressed that attraction to the other one, to, to the other person, that feeling is gone for you. Now, here's my thing. Here's, here's, here's some personal, some personal, um, you know, some personal preferences, you know what I'm saying? Give you, give you some, give you some experiences that I went through. You know what I'm saying? I told you it's going to get real. Listen, I have, in most of my encounters with women over the 24 years that I've been alive, right? Damn near 90 to 95% of the time, I've been friend zoned. I have definitely been friend zoned. Now, I've talked about this um, a little bit during one of my episodes. I said that I, when it comes to... I don't. I don't have a problem being your friend, right? There's no. I. I, was, I personally don't see a problem with friends, um, being male and female. You know what I'm saying, and just being homies and just being friends and 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 just having a good time going out and not really worrying about the 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 now social constructs of oh you're going out with that person now you're dating. No, we're friends. That's it. When you find I because I've been that friend. For so many women, and some of those women I've had attractions to, and expressed those attractions, and they, you know, most of them have said like, uh, "Ty, you a good you." Here we go, Ty, you're a good man, <sighs> but I, I, no, I can't. You know what I'm saying? And when I look back at it, right, most of the girls that I have friends on, their boyfriend, their exes. Or their current boyfriends, or um, the people that they entertain, are not the same. Are not the same as me. You understand what I'm saying? They they are not 
They are cut from a whole totally different cloth. You know what I'm saying? They are hood niggas. They are, you know, you know, drug dealers. They are dope dealers. They are, you know, riding in the, you know, the the subwoofer, you know, riding in the nice car with the subwoofer blasting. You know, a real, a real hood nigga. Trust me. It's been like that. You know what I'm saying? And I never... I never really was that stereotype. I never really was that. But I was always the friend. I was the homie. I was the friend. I was that. You understand what I'm saying? And girls knew that, you know, he has a good spirit. He has a good heart. He could probably be a great boyfriend, but that's not what I want. So I'm going to just put him in the friend zone. Fast forward. (laughs) Fast forward about a good after college, right? And your boy glows up. Right, ultimate glow up. You understand what I'm saying? My glow up was real. The glow up was um, amazing in that, and I knew like, okay, listen, I needed all this glow that I'm getting right now. I was like, man, I'm just, I'm feeling good. You know what I'm saying? I lost weight. I done, you know, got taller. My feet done got bigger. You know what I'm saying? Everything that got bigger on me. You know what I'm saying? Everything. Everything. So I'm like, yo, you feel me? I'm I'm looking good, you know. So once you start, you know, reconnecting with your old friends, because I lost contact with some people and everything like that, you find that the friend zone that these women had you in, and after they sit here and find out that the niggas that they was fucking with really wasn't you know, for them, because you have to go through some shit, you have to learn, you have to learn, you have to go through your trials, your tribulations, you have to go through your path to understand what is really right for you, right, cool, I always forgive, but I never forget, and I never forget who has put me in the friend zone, you understand what I'm saying, I never forget that, I never forget, and I keep you at a friend, I keep you at a friend level, once we have, once you have established to me that we are in a friend zone level, okay, cool. That's it. I don't care how long we were disconnected. I don't care how long we have been connected. Once you have put me in that friend zone, there is a hard time for me going out of that friend zone now. You understand what I'm saying? So when a lot of those women hit me back up, and they like, hey, how you doing? It's been a long time and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I'm respectful. How you doing? What's going on? How's life? Blah, blah, blah. And the air changes, right? Now suddenly the friend, now suddenly she doesn't want you in the friend zone because now she sees what she missed out on, right? And this can definitely play vice versa. And I'm going to get into that in a minute. But in that sense, when you are put in the friend zone, when I was put in the friend zone, I never, I was hurt. Trust me, I was hurt. Because I'm, I, I would look at these dudes that they, that they entertaining, and I'm like, nigga, you, you know, I'm better than that. I'm better, I can cater. Baby, let me cater to you. Kiki, do you love me? Obviously the fuck not. You know what I'm saying? Friend zone me like a motherfucker. However, the glow happened, right? The glow happened, and... Um, like I said, started to come back, the air changed. The friend zone kind of, in, in, in my mind, I was still friend zoned. 
right? We're still friends. I'm, I'm, I'm not even trying to go that route with you. In their mind, oh, he done glowed up. He looked good. God damn, I fucked up. I probably not need. I, I'm, I'm gonna try to take him out the friend zone. Oh no, there's no snatching me out the friend zone once you put me there. You done fucked up. You have fucked up. Vice versa. I have put women in the friend zone. Trust and believe me. I have put women, certain women in the friend zone who literally, they don't express it in the way. Here's the thing. Women don't take shots as much as men take shots. Now, and it's not a lot of, and it's not, men don't take a lot of shots either because low key, most, most of everybody use, use their friends to talk, to get them to talk to the girl or the man that they want to take the shot with. So for me, it was like, okay, if I want you, I'm going to take the shot by myself, right? So when we think about um, women taking a shot, it was like, you know, they they really were scared around me. You understand what I'm saying? Because I was different. I wasn't, I, like I said last week, I'm cut from a different cloth. And obviously a lot of women didn't use the right scissors. So it was it, it 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 came to a point where I was like, okay, listen, I I I I, I just want to be friends. You know what I'm saying? I just want to be friends. And some of those friend zones I've regretted to this day. Because they done glue up. When my glow up was happening, their glow up was happening too. And when I tell you I'm looking at them like, God to be more careful. Damn, I done fucked up. Cause you could oh my God. You could have been it. You could have been it. So listen, when it comes to <laughs> the friend, like you have to understand where the friend zone comes from, right? The friend zone is a zone where you just cannot enter into anything romantic, anything sexual, anything, you know, it, it's strictly friend based. But I think what's happening now is that everybody, especially in my generation, what is happening now is that we've glowed up. Right. A lot of us have glowed the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? We have we have definitely glowed up a lot. And um, I think what's really going on and what's happening is that the friend zone is really minimizing. The friend zone is really just, you know, that that box or that circle that you are in and, you know, that you are um, that 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 person has put you in. And you have now glowed up into something, you know, just spectacular. I know that's not a word, but I've just made one. Uh, spectacular, you know, but I'm going to say spectacular because I like that one. Um, but you just glowed up into something that is just, you know, different from what they saw back in the day. You know what I'm saying? They like, whoa, can I, I'm, I'm sorry. Can we, can we try over? Can we have a do over? You know what I'm saying? Like. Can we have a do-over? And what I see, what I see now is that a lot of people try to place others in the friend zone because one, they don't want to catch feelings. Two, they're the balance of friends with benefits to relationships don't really um there's no balance anymore with that. I don't think there has really been a balance. Um, but there really isn't a balance with that. So it literally goes from, and especially nowadays, you understand what I'm saying? Nowadays, if you think about how the dating, um, 
the dating um, thing, you know, how the dating works and everything. Um, you see that we go from, it, it doesn't even go from friends, really. You understand what I'm saying? It doesn't even go from friend to, you know, less, it's really, it's, it's, it's really, in it, and you have to go, you have to really see, you know, that social media plays a part in, in the dating game now, and, excuse me, it, it plays a part in the dating game now, and, excuse me again, Jesus, um, when we talk about it, when you date, you really don't go from, let's get to know each other, it goes really straight into dating. You know, so I get that a lot more people are placing others in the friend zone. However, what I also see is that those individuals that we have placed in the friend zone way back when that have glowed up all too well now, we are looking at them like, oh, shit, we fucked up. Like I said, it's it's, it's women out there, It those women who have hit me up, and, and saw my glow, and saw and saw the glow up, because the second glow up is happening right now. You know what I'm saying? This this is this is this is this is like this is this this glow up being stopping. This glow up is happening. You know what I'm saying? When you see somebody glow up that you haven't seen in a long time, you're like, damn, why did I place them in the friend zone like this? Especially if their personality has really evolved and changed. Why did I place you in that friend zone for what? Damn, because of my ignorance. And immature mentality. I only have one type of, you know, when we think about when we in in my I remember in my high school for real, I was like, like I said, I was the homie. You know what I'm saying? I was the homie to most of the girls in my high school. No really girls saw me for real, for real attractive, all of that good stuff. And I didn't mind. It was like, okay, no problem, I don't care. You know, but I had a few girlfriends here and there, but it was like, okay, I really don't give a damn. I'm just trying to be cool with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Maybe get the tea on some shit. You know what I'm saying? Make sure I have it. You know what I'm saying? I won't spill it, but I got it. You know? And I was always that person. Like, I will always have my ear to a table. Right? I will always have my ear to a table. And always listen, but never repeat. You understand what I'm saying? And... When me and my friends would get, when me and my 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 good friends, you know, would get together, I'd be like, let me tell y'all what the fuck happened. You know what I'm saying? We'd be like, well, I'm like, trust me, you already know I got the ear. I already had a king ear. So I was always the homie. I was always the person to, you know, uh, especially for the women, just to, you know, just get away and just have a person just to, to vibe with. Because, you know, from that time on, it was just more so women and men in our generation really couldn't be friends. You know what I'm saying? It was either you are fucking or you're sucking or you're eating or you're, uh, or you're together or you cheated or you arguing or we're done, right? There was no friendship even before or after, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it it was never a a a start to finish thing. It was always like, okay, I like the way you look. I like you. Maybe like I don't even know you, but I like you. What's on the outside of you? So let's date. Let's be together. Cool. No problem. Bet. 
I think that's where really the friend zone started for real because I think everybody gets a little nervous, especially, um, especially now in our dating age now. Um, and the friend zone is, I don't think people really place people in the friend zone not to, um, I think, Jesus, I've been burping a lot. <laughs> um, I don't think people really place others in the friend zone not to, you know, maybe get to know them. But I think it's, you know, I, I really think it's it's a thing where we have to remember that we we got to kind of get to know each other first. You know, we have to honestly um, be friends first. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we have to kind of know like, I don't want to date you and don't know you first. I have to really be your friend first. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, and I think that's why I admire, one, one of my favorite couples, I think, in the celebrity world right now is Tiana Taylor and Iman Shepard. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really love their relationship. Why? Because they're homies. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tiana just dropped her album and everybody's been talking about three-way. Right, everybody has been talking about the three way out, well, the, the three way record, and that's probably one of, my, one of my favorite records on the album. And it's not because she, they both freaky as hell, um, and having three ways, but it's because when she explained it, it's like you know, it's with the home, and when he, when they both explained it, you know, it's with the homie. We we was homies first, you know what I'm saying? Before we even got into marriage, into dating, into none of that stuff, like we understood each other as friends, homies first, and then we decided, like, okay, once we established that we are good friendship wise, like I know all the ins and outs of you, cool. You can't jump right into the dating scene and expect, you know, to get to know that person in two months and y'all married. And it's and it's good. Cause it's not gonna last for about four months, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, I want a divorce." I think now that's why the friend zone is maybe important, um, and I think that's how we have to look at the friend zone is really like not looking at it as something as you know you can never get this now, you know, because for so long we've looked at the friend zone as you're stuck here, right? You're stuck in this 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 box that you're not about to get out of. You understand because we've all had because we we think very minimal, right? We don't want we don't we you're good you're you okay but I just you're not my type, right? And I don't think we should be thinking like that anymore. You understand what I'm saying? Like we putting people in these in this friend zone box because what you don't want to try it or you don't want to sit here and get to know that other individual, you know, like. Just be friends with them and see if it goes somewhere. And if it doesn't go anywhere, then it's just like, okay, I, I, I don't, you know, it, it, we tried. It, it didn't go nowhere. We went on a date. Okay, I'm just not trying to you. And that's where honesty has to come in. I think the friend zone was made out of unhonesty, honestly. Um, seriously, like when you think about the friend zone, for real, for real, um, it is not. The, the the actual terminology is not really, you know, used properly for real. Like we've we've taken it pop culture, we've taken it and pop cultured it basically. You know what I'm saying? And I think people should be more honest when it comes to you not being attracted to them. I've I've learned a lot of that. 
Um, I don't put people in the friend zone no more. I have. You know what I'm saying? I have. And like I said, I have put people, other women um, in the friend zone. You know what I'm saying? And I think at that point it was just, you know, just retraction and me being mad at the women that put me in the friend zone. You know what I'm saying? Because at that time, you know, they were dating some wild ass niggas and I'm like y'all really don't see me or my friends back here who are really good dudes and y'all want to mess with the okay okay you know because I would see my friends get put in the friend zone by other men and then I would see you know some of my male friends get put in uh put in the friend zone by other women and it was just you know it was crazy because I'm like these are solid people behind me who are great individuals you know and our gloves were all crazy, and, you know, we get hit up in the DMs, like, oh, what's up, big head? How you doing? Like, oh, hell no. No. You know, but um, I think you, I think honesty really has to be, I think honesty plays a big part when we talk about the friend zone. I think we need to be more honest about how we operate when it comes to dating and being attracted to your friend you understand what i'm saying like if you are attracted to your friend you know if there is some some type of attractiveness there you need to tell them you need to let them know and if that friend is not attracted to you then that friend needs to let you know you understand what i'm saying and it should not hinder your friendship it shouldn't listen to what i'm saying it shouldn't but it does you understand what i'm saying because i feel and this goes back to the pride thing with men um i think if men sit here and say like okay i'm feeling you and you know we just friends and she throws you in the friend zone now you're feeling like oh damn i don't even want to be your friend no more because it's just going to be weird now right so now the woman feels kind of bad because now she had to throw your ass in the friend zone and it's like ah we was cool we was friends was good now i had to throw you in the friend zone you know and then vice versa you know so I think what it comes down to is just really being honest with each other, you know, with your friends. If you are feeling some type of way in a good way, like, okay, I'm really feeling you like I want to try to take you out. If it works, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, you know, let's not make it awkward. You know what I'm saying? And we have to be honest and real about that, you know. So, listen, let's (laughs) I don't want to say let's kill the friend zone. But let's kill the friend zone, for real. You know what I'm saying? I think the friend zone comes with a lot of just dysfunction and a lot of just miscommunication and a lot of misfeelings with that miscommunication. So I think we just need to dead the friend zone. I think we just need to be honest, um, be a lot more transparent, be a lot more authentic. Um, if you're feeling your friend, you need to tell them. Um, and if they're not feeling you, they need to tell you so, you know, y'all can have that conversation where, you know, I'm really feeling you, but I don't want to mess up what we have as friends. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it is what it is. And it's a feeling, guys. It's not like you are in love or or maybe you are in love, but you need to let that person know. You know what I'm saying? And um, just be honest. And if the relationship goes south, then I mean, that's. I don't want y'all relationships to y'all friendships, um, the relationship with your friends to go south in that order. But if it happens like that, then, you know, it it, it has to be for the best. You know what I'm saying? You have to take it uh, with a grain of salt. You know, you have to take whichever uh, response that you get when you sit here and you tell your friend, listen, I'm 
I'm attracted to you or I'm sexually attracted to you and you know that's just what it is. You know you have to take it. It's a double-edged sword. You're going to you're going to have to take either response. So, um I think like I said, honesty, transparency, being authentic is as as I as I think what 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 could kill the friend zone, but I don't think we're there yet. So, all in all, um I've been friend zoned <laughs> I friend zoned some, um, and like I said, when you when you get to that place of just like, okay, I don't, I have friends, and you know, I don't want to friend zone people anymore. You know, I just want to see what life brings. You know, it, it, it the friend zone doesn't even matter anymore. You know, so yeah, man, <laughs> yeah, man. So um, I just want to tell everybody just just ah. Stop friend zoning everybody. <laughs> just stop friend zoning. You know, just stop. And I know it's crazy with the dating, um, how dating is in, in our in our age now, in our time right now. But um, if you find somebody, you know, if one if you are attracted to one of your friends that you've been knowing for a very you know long time, and it's uh, and it's a feeling that you have in your gut. Whether they say no or yes, whether they give you an angry, um, an out of pocket, you know, uh, response, or if they give you um, a, a beautiful response, take it as is and you keep moving. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, dead to friends on man. I appreciate everybody for kicking it with me on this 40th episode man listen i appreciate everybody i hope that y'all checked out my blog post strong friends matter again you feel me like you need to go check that out shout out to my mama mama Catherine davis shout out to my moms y'all y'all shout out my mama just because because i love her you know what i'm saying shout out to my moms um Let's see. Do we have anything coming up soon, man? My the podcast anniversary is definitely coming up soon, so I will get a small dinner together for that. Um, and our two year Tyronza Hicks and Company's two year anniversary is coming in December, and that's literally like five months away, and it's so quick. Oh, help me, Lord. So <laughs> I want to plan a big, a big, big celebration for that. Um, two years in the game. I'm 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 ecstatic and I'm excited for where um I have come to, you know, where I've been. And uh I'm excited for where this is gonna go. You know what I'm saying? Um I appreciate all my listeners from all around the world. Because we go all around the world. You know what I'm saying? So I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. We'll be back next week. Next week, y'all better come back next week because I'm going to have some guest hosts on my show next week, and I'm excited for that. So be back next Sunday, okay? We will be here ready to give y'all more content. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all, and y'all be good. Understand that life is like riding a bicycle, okay, in and and order. To keep your balance, you got to keep moving forward. So never, never stop moving forward, y'all. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Peace out.